Welcome to Become an Idol. I'm Dr. Robin Sargent, owner of Idol Courses. This is the place where newbies come to learn and veterans share their knowledge. I have here with me today, Carrie Duncan, and she um, is an Idol Courses Academy member who um, came in during our fourth cohort, and I just want to introduce you all to um, Carrie and to let her um, share her story. So Carrie, will you um, introduce yourself and just kind of um, talk about where you were uh, before you came to the Academy? Absolutely. So, um, yes, my name is Carrie and I, um, am a training development specialist. I, before um, meeting Dr. Robin, I was laid off due to COVID back in March, um, from ideally my dream position where I was in charge of training and development for, um, new hires for, um, a, a call center. And um, to be honest, we knew that that was going to happen because it was located in Phoenix, Arizona, and I was unable to move. So honestly, we knew that the, that the position wasn't going to last, but I thought I had more time to learn from my direct manager and mentor and, um, and just more time to kind of get some on-the-job experience. But unfortunately, that was cut um, short prematurely. Um, and so one of the last conversations that I had with um, my direct manager at the time was, you know, you're, I told her my goals, I, I want to be a director of learning and development one day. And she said, well, you're, you're really good at training, but you're going to have to work on your instructional design skills um, if you're really serious about that. Um, and so she was the first one to pretty much give me that like to plant that seed right that um that there was this whole piece that i was missing in my experience and training because prior to that um i had over 10 years of experience in call center management specifically in a startup environment so um, if anybody has not worked in a startup environment before it's one of those situations where you are expected to wear, you know, many hats. Not only did I have to manage my team and coach my team, but I also had to do recruiting and training and some HR onboarding, offboarding um, orientation. I had to be counselor, coach, and cheerleader um, and, you know, having had my hands in a couple other different departments. So just being able to focus only on learning and development wasn't anything that I even thought of in my wildest dreams until I landed this most recent role um, and met my um, friend and mentor. Um, her name is Agnes. And so um, that's when I, when I left that job, I just kind of started this search for, okay, do I go get a master's degree? Do I get a certificate? Um, what's most cost effective? I didn't have a whole lot of money. Um, and I ended up, I can't remember how I came across um, Whitney's profile on LinkedIn and reached out to her and just asked her her experience and um, how she, you know, got to be, you know, in her field. And she pointed me towards Dr. Robin. And as they say, the rest is history. <laughs> Which Whitney was it? Was it Whitney Estes or Whitney yes. Salas? Estes. Oh, okay. And she was one of those teachers that became 
mm -hmm. corporate instructional designer. That, that's, the world is so small, isn't it? It is. <laughs> and so, I mean, how long did that even take you? I mean, you just said, oh, okay, I need a, I need to upskill. And so I'm just I like from the time that you, um, you know, were laid off until you found the academy. How long was that? Um, maybe uh, when I actually started looking, um, maybe about a month, five, six weeks at the max. Yeah. So five, six weeks. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't have like, I didn't have anyone in my network that was an instructional designer or trainer or e-learning development. I didn't have anyone in my network. So it was just a lot of Google searching and I can't even remember how I came across Whitney's profile on LinkedIn, but all of my search led me to her. Oh, it's optimized. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. And so, all right. So then you were like, okay, so the Academy and you're actually one of my coaching students. And so um, for those who don't know, um, you can enroll in the Academy, just which comes with everything, but you could also do a VIP where you decide to um, get coached with me. And what made you pick, um, doing like the VIP instead of just going for the Academy? Um, well, to be honest, it was after meeting you um, because I had a, a not so pleasant experience with a completely different coach, completely different field, had nothing to do with um, instructional design. And so I was a little cautious and guarded about what to expect in terms of, of coaching. And I, I liked the idea of having one-on-one -on -one time to be able to ask my specific questions outside of a group. Um, I like the idea of kind of having a, um, almost like a fast track to what I needed to be done um, in terms of what my goals were. But I, like I said, I was a little cautious. So I just emailed you and said, hey, I, I have some questions. Um, can we talk? And you, you basically were like, I have a 15 minute link and an hour link choose one. I'd be more happy to more than happy to meet with you. And I, um, I think I chose the hour long one. And I, our conversation was so eye opening. And um, you're I felt like you were really genuine. And just you, you were very clear that you were about your students and helping them grow and develop. And I didn't feel like you were putting on any airs or trying to be anybody other than yourself. And that's what I appreciated the most. I felt like, okay, if I invest this extra money in a one-on-one -on -one se one -on -one session, I'm going to get your honest feedback. I'm going to get you rooting for me and I'm going to get you showing up your hundred percent authentic self. And that is what really sealed the deal. And I was like, okay, so Dr. Robin's the one she's, <laughs> she's, she's, she gets me, she sees me and she's really going to be, she's really going to help me. And it was very clear that you know, you're invested in your students' success, um, not not for you, not for the academy, because like you care about all of us. And that, that was so clear. And that's what I was looking for. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I say it all the time. I say, even when I'm a millionaire, I'm still going to run the academy. It is like a pure joy in my life mm -hmm. to be a part of you guys' like journey. And I love getting like the early messages when people are like, I just landed my job. I haven't put it in the group yet, but I'm not working for Walmart or Tesla or like whatever it is. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you mean my husband, like he'll see me like running around the um, house and he'll be like, Oh, did, you, did another student just land a job? <laughs> so, um, 
so now you have enrolled in the academy and then so like take us through like how long did it take you to land your current role what that look um, like yeah so it took okay so it took me about six weeks to land my job but i only i didn't want to even start looking until i felt like i had a portfolio that i knew that i could be absolutely proud of so i think where um i was really strategic on was i knew that i could always get my badges at any time but i trusted you uh, when you said hey those things are, are great you can get the certificates that's what you're here for but you could also get a job if you 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 know have a really good portfolio and show your experience and i remember you saying that and i thought okay well I, my unemployment's only is finite. It's only so long. So let me focus on getting my portfolio and resume together and my LinkedIn profile together. That way, as I then shifted to focus on my badges, I could be a, uh, a contender for, for jobs. And so when I um, first enrolled in the Academy, the only thing that I focused on was my portfolio because I, I don't consider myself to be tech savvy. Um, and I had to learn how to use WordPress and I had to learn how to use a lot of the systems and software um, that we use to build our portfolio. When I say a lot, I mean, I have experience with PowerPoint, but not Articulate Storyline. I, um, and like I said, I had to learn how to build uh, WordPress for myself. And there's a tutorial in the Academy um, that helps, but I knew that I had a vision for what I wanted. So it was a balancing um, using the tutorials in the academy and then also kind of really deep diving and doing my research so that I knew how to get the portfolio that I wanted. And then ultimately used one of my sessions to um, get Dr. Robin's eyes on my portfolio and resume. And uh, we talked through um, and it was actually a couple, maybe like a week or so before I even had the interview, but I knew it was coming up. And I remember um, Dr. Robin looking at my portfolio and she was like, it's cute. It's good. It's nice, but it's, mm, it's so flat. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm very practical. Like I do not need it to be pretty. I don't need it to be fancy. I just need it to like do the job. And she was like, no, let's, let's make it pretty. And so <laughs> Um, I took the extra time to really make it stand out. And I'm happy that I did because I think it was the absolute kind of like, I don't, I don't know what the positive phrase for a nail in the coffin that helped me to, you know, get the position. But I think that because I presented myself in such a professional light, um, I tell people like it was a little too polished. They were a little scared at first, like, we don't know if she's the real deal or she's just faking it because everything looks so well put together. Um, and that was just a source of pride for me, you know, because I trusted Dr. Robbins, um, I, or your, I don't know why I'm talking as if you're not on the, on the, it's all right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I really trusted your opinion and your insight. And I went with that as my gut instinct. And from the time that I essentially um, applied into getting the offer it was about six weeks with a two-week interview process oh so was it just a two-week interview process and how long was your interview did you have like two interviews three how many was it I had a total of five so I first met with the CEO of the company 
Um, and I was told that I, they would hear from me by the end of the week. But then literally the next morning, I was told that I was going to be meeting with the HR director that Wednesday. Um, and I met with her and it was really great. great. Um, and she told me at the end to expect um, information about my next interviews for the following week with two additional people, which ended up being the following Tuesday. Um, and then I met with the CEO for a fifth time just to really iron out some kinks and um, talk through any other concerns that both of us had. And, um, and then that was a Tuesday. And then by Thursday, I heard that I had the job. Oh, wow. And I, and I, it was important. Like I followed, I followed like a very strict process of making sure that I had my thank you letters sent before end of business day. Um, I made sure that I was working with a recruiter. So I made sure to contact him after every, you know, interview to give him a download, let him know how it went. Um, I did my research on the company. And one of the things that really helped was um, she, there's like a list of company values on the website. And she mentioned it, the CEO mentioned it in my first interview. Um, but she said, oh, but you probably didn't see it. And I was like, yeah, I did. It's in the career section. If you go to the career section, scroll down to the bottom, there are your core direct, your core values. And she was so like shocked and surprised because most candidates don't view the website and they don't really do their due diligence to research on the company. So I really made sure that I um, not only followed your advice on Dr. Robin in terms of how to present myself, but I knew all of the, the things that I was supposed to do, you know, like research the company. Send thank you letters. Act like you want the job. <laughs> I mean, that is what it is, essentially, right? Like, just act like you actually want the job. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how that, um, that small step can, um, can help you in that process. And so what is your official title? So my official title is Training and Development Specialist. I... And I, like I said, I do start um, in a week. I'm reporting directly to the CEO. Um, it's a it's an all-encompassed one-woman show. So even though that's my title, I will be doing everything from e-learning development to actual in-classroom training. And did you meet your salary expectations? I did. I actually... Um, I, before we even interviewed, I have in my notebook, I have a notebook where I keep all of my notes and questions for my interviews. And at the very back in the last page, I have a list of all the different job titles within the industry that I would want. And I had done my research beforehand to know what the range was. So going in, especially, I was grateful working with a recruiter because I can just tell him, hey, here's my range. Um, this is what I was looking for. And they actually met it. So you got exactly what you wanted. Yep. And did was it an increase from your last one or about the same? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and what I found out is they're actually um, they were paying me slightly over market value, um, which I was excited about. Which just goes to show like how much my other, I don't know if I should say it, but they were like really underpaying me. <laughs> like really. <laughs> And, and now you're getting paid um, um, what you're worth, or at least like what you deserve at this, at this place in your um, career. And you have like all those years of experience. And so it does make sense that you would um, get bumped up for sure this yeah. round. 
Well, so now, um, what are you most excited about going into your new job? Um, I am excited about, I guess, like the opportunity because um, it's, Unfortunately, this company was also affected by COVID, so they had to downsize, but they're, they're growing again, and they recognize their need for uh, training and development, and they anticipate growing this department. So I think that I've positioned myself well that I could grow with them, and um, I can still reach my goal of becoming a director of learning and development. Um, or training and development, I know the difference between the two, but sometimes, um, just depending on who you work with, sometimes they think it's all the same. But either way, the fact that I can continue to accomplish the career goals that I wanted for myself and the fact that they believed in me, because um, I made it very clear that, hey, these are my career goals. This is what I would want to grow into. So, you know, please keep that in mind as you consider me as a candidate. And the fact that they, you know, chose me knowing that gives me, um, it, 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 it makes me feel like really excited. And so there. I'm excited for you too. And so now, um, you know, people who want to become an idol are probably listening and they want to know your best advice for them as far as um, what they can do or what they should do um, to land their next or their first instructional design job. What you got? Um, I would say uh, have a plan for yourself, um, a strategy for how you want to get there, and then um, trust your plan and trust the group. There are a lot of really great resources in the Idol Academy. There are men and women who have been where we are all trying to go. So whether you whether you choose, which I would advise that if you can afford the one-on-one -on -one sessions, absolutely um, invest in that so that you can get Dr. Robin's um, advice and her guidance uh, to help you get where you want to go. But don't underestimate the power of the actual group. Um, a lot of really great people in there that are so willing to help you. Um, lean on them, have a plan, have a strategy, and then lean on this group and trust the process. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's almost like you just have to fall in love with the process because when you're starting out, it's all, it's all going to turn out kind of crappy. Your outputs will, but the, the more you love that process, the better your outputs will be. Yeah. Yeah. This is wonderful. Thank you so much, Carrie, for coming and sharing your story with us. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so, um, I'm happy to be on the Idol podcast. <laughs> it was one of my goals. Well, check mark and congratulations again on your role. And I just, um, I'm so excited that I still get to be a part um, and watch your career take off. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at idolcourses.com. If you like this podcast and you want to become an instructional designer and online learning developer, join me in the Idle Courses Academy where you'll learn to build all the assets you need to land your first instructional design job, early access to this podcast, tutorials for how to use the e-learning authoring tools, templates for everything course building, and paid instructional design experience opportunities. 
Go to idlecourses.com forward slash academy and enroll or get on the wait list. Now get out there and build transcendent courses. Thank you.